0: Backer number here once again, four zero three nine seven four talk That's nine seven four eight two five five 8255 A couple of texts here. And this one says, uh, Jen's message is good, but her tone of who cares minimizes the courage of every person that came forward. They had to come up with in the first place to do it. I'm sure it wasn't easy for people to share those those stories on social media. And I think Jen gets that. But does it come across that way? that it doesn't matter, or that people don't care. I think people do care. But I think the people that that are reading that and appreciating that are, are those the people that need to hear it. So this is what Jen writes. Quote, Without intending an iota of criticism toward the many women who have come forward over the years, I don't need to hear from any more victims telling me identical stories of rape and harassment. I don't need one more woman to dredge her personal humiliation for public consumption. This is not just a problem with men, although, yes, men need to reevaluate a bro code that laughs off abuse and protects known bad actors. But ask any woman who has suffered from sexual harassment in the workplace, for example, and you hear stories of female bosses and female HR managers who said and did nothing. There have been stories of women who abuse men. So with respect, I am tired of hearing, Me Too. It's time to hear enough. I want to hear from good people who have had enough of watching their friends and colleagues suffer abuse. I've had enough of watching this kind of thing channeled into dark comedy and gossip. Let's see some courage from the crowd. If you think something is happening that's wrong. Ask, confront, and report. It's time to hear men and women in positions of power publicly commit to zero tolerance for sexual harassment and abuse. And instead of me too, it's time to say I'm sorry. Apologies are due not just from perpetrators, but from those who were complicit, either by deed or by silence. Predators are what they are. The wiring doesn't connect inside, and they're unlikely to change. Sometimes good people make mistakes, and for them I believe in forgiveness. I believe in a way forward. That way doesn't end with Me Too, because Me Too is just the status quo dredged into plain sight. Me Too demands nothing of power. It's the system of discretion and disclosure agreements and cover-your-ass clauses continuing in perpetuity. When I see less Me Too and more I'm sorry and I'm stopping this, that'll be a sign of a culture that is ready to do better. So that's where she's coming from. Not that these stories don't matter, that she doesn't care about these stories. But as she says, it's addressing what has already happened. It's addressing what we know has been going on and maybe doesn't get to what the problem really is. Because you're probably young, most people, I, I see this in, in my timeline or on Facebook or Twitter. You know, people I, I knew or knew somewhat and realized they'd gone through something like this and wow, I didn't know that. But is that, does that change anything? So I, I think that's a question worth asking. Uh, let's see. Another one uh, says, what about being innocent until you're proven guilty? There are all sorts of cases where someone is falsely accused. This happens to men on a continual basis. Well, I don't deny that it happens. I think for the most part, the women who are sharing these stories with the Me Too hashtag, they're not naming names, they're not pointing fingers. So I don't know that that's necessarily relevant here. Certainly there were a lot of women coming forward to say, this is what Harvey Weinstein did to me. Do we have any reason to doubt their accounts? Uh, I think the evidence is pretty clear what kind of a dangerous predator Harvey Weinstein was and uh, how much this was covered up in Hollywood for as long as it was. Uh, Hopefully there is some kind of justice that comes. I guess we'll find out. Another text here says, Rob, how about men post hashtag not me for those of us who have not partaken in sexual harassment? Uh, This text here says, I couldn't agree more with your last guess. says the responsibility of every person to stand up to these kinds of injustice. When I was in high school, a a lifelong friend of mine was unfortunately the victim of an unwanted sexual assault. She passed out drinking at a house party. Some very awful things happened to her. She regained consciousness partway through, but lay still for fear of what would happen to her. When she spoke out, several other girls came forward, citing that the guy had done a very similar thing to them. Her social circle pieced it together and uh, entirely ostracized him, but it was too late for there to be police involvement. The damage had been done. All of his friends walked away from their relationships with him and left him alone to think about what he had done. Last I'd heard, he'd gone to counseling for his problems, and it hasn't happened since. Interesting story, and hopefully that's the case. Because I think that is powerful, that people do need to confront it and condemn it and not let it persist, not let people get away with this. Uh, let's see here. If you don't support the actions of the Hollywood elite, I don't see how the hashtag Me Too will help anything but create a short-term trend. If you feel so strongly about it, then don't support the industry. Going to see the movies, buying them. The world of Hollywood, any press is good press. Bad box office numbers and low movie revenues will be more effective than implementing change. That will be my response. Uh, well, I suppose, I mean, is, is, should we condemn Hollywood as a whole? I mean, clearly it doesn't begin and end with Harvey Weinstein. Then again, not everybody in Hollywood is like that either. I guess that's, that's a decision people can make. If you see Harvey Weinstein's name attached to something, well, okay. That makes sense. But do we condemn all of Hollywood? Or to put it another way, would you condemn all of Fox News? Well, we know about Roger Ailes, we know about Bill O'Reilly. Do you boycott all of Fox News or is it about those two? Is there a culture there? Is the whole network rotten? I mean, so you can make the same parallel. You boycott uh, Tucker Carlson or Sean Hannity because of what these these others did. It's an interesting point. Uh, This text here says, uh, that one text about not me is what I think too. I just read a long post from a girl who's accusing all men of being responsible for all the wrong things done. I'm offended to be lumped in like that. Makes no sense to me. Right? And that's not what it should be about. I don't think that's what it's supposed to be about shouldn't be about condemning all men. Obviously, there are men who want to be a part of the solution. I think Jen Gerson's point is simply, let's let's move on to addressing the problem. If We're going to have a Me Too campaign, then maybe it needs to be those who are coming to grips with what they uh, were willing to tolerate at some point or what they look the other way about. So tell us that Me Too story. And let's address the outside of it. Uh, All right, so some interesting feedback on that. When we come back after the 2.30 news, we'll get back into the Niqab issue. Quebec's Bill 62 uh, seeks to impose what Quebec describes as religious neutrality, but it would oblige citizens to uncover their faces while providing or receiving government services. So the legislation became law today. Uh, Quebec's premier says they're the first jurisdiction in North America to legislate on this question, which I I think is undoubtedly true. So, will this stand inevitably going to be challenged in court? Uh, And what is Quebec trying to accomplish? We'll delve into some of that coming up after the bottom of the hour. Uh, Marty Subkoff, former uh, director of the Canadian Constitution Foundation, has some interesting thoughts. Uh, More of your reaction as well. 974-8255. Back with more right after this.